Hey, hey, what's up? Shadon on LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. LZ Granderson, you and I have a lot to dissect from the basketball world. You and I will also play doctor uh, with pun- punctured lungs, accidental punctured lungs. I'm glad happen. to clarify that because when you said you and I would play doctor, I think people got confused. No, no, not that way. Not okay. like when you were young playing doctor. Uh, I, you and I will actually try to put our uh, fake doctor hats on. Okay. You know, look, it's... There's plenty of people who play doctors here in uh, Southern California, right? They do it on TV all the time. You know? That so, is true. I mean, that is you and true. I can, can do that as well. Uh, but I wanted to start, we'd be remiss if we didn't begin on a far more serious note uh, and take a moment here to discuss uh, what happened in Kentucky today with uh, Brianna Taylor and that decision. And LZ, I, I will let you, we're going to hear from Danny Green here in a second, but I will let you explain to the audience what transpired today. Think sure. we're being heard. Um, no, no, Laura, Laura, let's hold off the sound. Let's hold off the sound. Let LZ explain here for a second. Well, for those who don't know the story, uh, in early March, um, officers in um, Louisville uh, executed a search warrant that ended in tragedy. Um, an officer was shot um, as a result, and Breonna Taylor lost her life. And over the months since March, um, as her story became known shortly after George Floyd's death, um, people, particularly those in the NBA, wanted to see the officers arrested. Well, today we finally have um, the, I I guess, decision to come down. From the the, uh, Attorney General, right, of Kentucky? Yes, yes. Who's on a short list to replace Justice Ginsburg, too. That's important to to, to note. he has decided that no officers would be uh, brought to trial, no charges in terms of her for her murder. The only charge was that uh, one of the officers, the one that was fired almost immediately, uh, is being charged with basically shooting his, his gun where he couldn't see. The line of sight wasn't clear for him, so he was firing his gun blindly into the apartment, which is against the procedures. That's the only uh, charge that was that was brought up. And obviously, if you follow the NBA, you follow the WNBA. Hell, if you just follow life, she's everywhere. T-shirts, Correct. magazine covers, billboards. Breonna Taylor's name has been right there since May for us. So you obviously, George, you know that many players in the NBA probably were not pleased with uh, the decision to come out of Kentucky. Yeah, there's no doubt. And the Lakers guard Danny Green was asked about that decision that came about in Kentucky today. And here's what he had to say. I think we're being heard, um, but obviously the goals that we're trying to achieve were very far away from after seeing today's verdict. Um, you know, it was, it was a disappointment. We felt like we've not saying taken a step back, but we haven't made the progress we were seeking. Or our voices aren't being heard loud enough. Um, but we're not going to stop. We're going to continue. We're going to continue to fight. We're going to continue to push. We're going to continue to use our voices. Um, but yeah, said so after today's verdict, and it seems like every time we turn around and look at the news, there's always something disheartening or disappointing, and that's from all standpoints of what's going on in our country. Uh, we're not happy about it, but you know, can't give up hope, can't you know, quit. Got to keep fighting and, and try to make things better, not just for us, but our future, you know, children, future grandkids. I uh, want it to be a better place here for them to live. So, again, clearly disappointed, as you pointed out, LZ, but, uh, you know, the understanding is that uh, there's clearly plenty of work to be done still. Yeah, absolutely. And for those who are 
who are curious, you, you know, I have a journalist background, so I did my due diligence. I actually read the initial incident report, and I posted a link to it on my Twitter account at lzgranderson.com, so you can read, at lzgranderson, rather, and you can you can read for yourself um, what they said, the officers said that night of. I think you'll find some interesting um, discrepancies uh, in the incident report, George, um, namely one, uh, on the report it says that there was no forced entry, um, which we know wasn't true. And then the other curious thing is that even though it is an incident report involving a death, it says that Brianna Taylor was not injured on the report. <laughs> so, you know, just, you know, it's, there's a lot of things about this case that are confusing and answers that we'll never get because there's no footage of what transpired, unlike with right. George Floyd, right. which is part of the issue. But, yeah, right. you can go to my Twitter handle at LZ Granderson and take a look for yourself to get a better understanding as to why, you know, players like Danny Green are frustrated and why many people are still calling for justice for Breonna Taylor. Correct, correct. Um, so that is a, a conversation that's being had today amongst NBA circles, including the Lakers, as you heard Danny Green right there. Uh, obviously, the other conversation was about last night's game, LZ, which uh, basically it boils down to this. It is very much a make-or-miss league. I know that we joke about that a lot around here because it is a literal segment on the jump uh, called the Make or Miss League. And I, I think that there are a number of things you can point at. We talked about it a little bit during uh, Purgatory that the Lakers missed more open threes, 0 for 9, um, than any other time this season. And it was just one of those nights. And I think Rondo didn't necessarily have a great game. It wasn't playoff Rondo. Maybe it was a little more regular season Rondo in that one. But the the effort overall felt like it was off yesterday for the Lakers. They got out-rebounded by 20 as a team. I mean, Anthony Davis, two rebounds, and didn't get his first until there was five minutes left in the game. That's just effort to be more than anything else, it feels like. Well, one, both teams shot over 50%, so there weren't a lot of rebounds to be had but two um but that surprising. actually makes the discrepancy worse i well, think I was gonna say, 20, I, a 20 I, rebound discrepancy right I was, but i was gonna say um when you have your seven footer played 35 plus minutes you would think they would have more than two rebounds over the course of that time and certainly would have a rebound before the middle of the fourth quarter so there's some questions about what happened there though i would push back on the you know quote-unquote regular season rondo it was Rondo's play in the fourth quarter that really sparked the comeback. So he didn't have a great three quarters, and he didn't shoot lights out like he has earlier in the series. But his steals and his defensive play, deflecting the balls and things like that, really jump-started the defensive effort in the fourth quarter and made it a game when they got down 20. Yeah, yeah, he played all right. I thought he played well in the fourth quarter, but by that time you had to expend a lot of energy just to kind of get yourself back in. And, and you know what I did notice yesterday for the first time, LZ, Mm -hmm. during this postseason, I saw a lot of Lakers with their hands on their knees during timeouts, right? Like, in, and in between plays and things like that. It really felt like they were gassed for the first time that I saw this postseason. And look, when you're chasing around Jamal Murray, who, and we'll have some crazy Jamal Murray stats for you coming up here in a second. Uh, when you're chasing around Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic the way that they have, uh, it, <laughs> I, I can understand that to, a, to an extent, too. Um, by the way, coming up next, and we can open it up to the audience at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. I'll ask you this question, and we'll get to the audience as well. Who do you think is the bigger problem for the Lakers right now? Is it Murray or is it Jokic? So we'll touch on that, 
And uh, a shout-out as well to the Dodgers. We'll do that on the other side as well. We'll get into all that stuff coming up. Open up the phone lines for you. Who is the bigger problem for the Lakers, Murray or Jokic? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. All right, we will be back in just a moment. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Yo, this song brings back memories, LZ. I don't know about you. Oh, hell yeah, man. I lived in Atlanta. I know. Jermaine Dupree. I have a quick Jermaine Dupree story for you. Go on. So... I was Super Bowl Colts Saints was in Miami. Uh, that was the first New Orleans winning uh, w- winning the Super Bowl, right? Yep. Yep. So yep. I was there. Um, I was too. That was the uh, I believe that was the Prince, right? Prince pur- the, uh, in the rain, the, purple rain in the rain. <laughs> um, so bef- that week, you know, there's a million parties going on on South Beach or whatever. So I get invited by my producer tells me, "Hey, the BBC's hip hop show wants you to come over and talk about the game with them." I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So I go over there, and this guy named Jim Westwood is a you know white British guy or whatever, and uh, he's like the big hip hop DJ, right? In in on the BBC. Mm-hmm. So I I walk in, and all of a sudden, there is a lot of security in that room, okay? And there's a guy on like the DJ is there, like the guy who is the like the broadcaster DJ, the Jim Westwood guy from the BBC. Mm-hmm. And then on the right, there's a guy on turntables, but I can't really see him because his head's kind of turned. And all of a sudden, I look, and I'm like, oh, damn, that's Jermaine Dupree spinning right now. So I'm in this small, like, it's a hotel room. It's like a suite, you know what I mean? And it's like, and we're right on, like, Ocean Drive. And I'm like, oh, man. So he starts asking me, uh, the Jim Westwood guy, like, we're talking about the game or whatever. Then Pitbull shows up, right? And there's video of this on YouTube. You can find it. And there is... Uh, so Pitbull's in there, Jermaine Dupree's in there, I'm in there, and I'm this Jim Westwood guy from the BBC. And he asks me about the musical acts. And I said, well, you know, the musical acts have been a little more tame at halftime um, since, you know, there was uh, an incident. And then I kind of like, you know, and I looked around the room and I kind of made eye contact with Jermaine Dupree. And he's like, why you got to look at me when you say incidents? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, whatever. And he... It was pretty hilarious. Like it was, I was like, I, I don't know if I should laugh. I was like nervously laughing because I'm like, I don't you belong in this room. You were scared of Jermaine Dupree, were you? He's so little. No, he's no, like I was scared about the big ass security people, right? Potentially looking to whoop my ass, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, because that's yeah. an issue. Yeah. So I, I was just, uh, it was more that, but I also was like, you know, laughing nervously, like, oh my god, like, what do I do? Um, so you know, but we we got through it and uh, whatever. But that was my Jermaine Dupree encounter. That's, happy that's, birthday, Jermaine Dupree, 48 years old today. Happy birthday. He's only 48? Yeah. What did he start when he was 12? It feels like it, yeah. <laughs> like, he produced, like, crisscross, yeah. you know, and they're, like, middle-aged men or something. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, shout-out to the Dodgers real quick before we get into the Lakers and we get the calls, right? Yes, Congratulations sir. to them. Congratulations. NL West champs again, eighth consecutive yes. year for the NL West, so we got to yes. give them a Quick shout out. Uh, Let's I know not we talk- be the Braves. Let us not be the Braves, people. Yes, yes. Let us yes. not be the Braves. That was pretty much it. Uh, yeah. Is there a team you'd like them to face? One that you would feel more comfortable with? No, you know what? I'm so over being comfortable. 
just let's go. Because <laughs> let's right. just go. Like we've yeah. we've lost in yeah. you know in the postseason to every kind of team in every kind of way. Yeah. So there is no ideal scenario. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So I asked the question to the audience, and we'll take their calls here in a second at 877-710-ESPN. Who is the bigger problem for the Lakers, Murray or Jokic? Now, look, Jokic has been just steady as all hell, right? Like, we've seen what he's done. But So, like, Jokic is the guy that gets them there, and then Jamal has become the finisher, right? right. Um, Jamal Murray, listen to these stats, LZ. 73% from three in clutch time. That means the last five minutes of the game when the game was in, is within five points in either direction. That is unheard of. It, li- literally, it is unheard of. There has never been a player in NBA history that has performed that well in clutch time from three-point land. Well, I mean, if you look at his form, it's like flawless, right? Like elbows in, hips, arms, wrists mm-hmm. are always aligned. Like he's, mm-hmm. a, he's a really good shooter, and he's also – Fearless, yeah. So when you have that two combination, and he's he he's not fast, but he's quick. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. There is no. And, that's a good way to describe it. Yes. And he's Canadian. He is Canadian. But Mac told us he's not really from Toronto, though. He can't rep right. the six like that. He's like from the like he's not from like ninety minutes away. Yeah. It's he's, like he's saying like right like it's he's from like you know he's, he's like from Palmdale. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's Paul George. Of, yeah, of, of, he's he's better than Paul George uh, right now. He is now. definitely better than Paul George. That is right now, sure. he is for sure. I don't know if, if as a as a if you'd look at them. Uh, you if know, you had to win one postseason physical game, gifts. oh, you're yeah. picking Murray right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, you're picking Murray for sure. Yeah, so is Kawhi um, probably right now. I mean, yeah, he might be right. Uh, and by the way, we'll get to that in a few minutes too, because there's some interesting news uh, and reporting on that too. Uh, but real quick, before I get to the calls. Here's another person that really gave the Lakers all sorts of trouble yesterday. Paul Millsap. Anthony Davis in this series. um, Well, I mean, it's not just this last game. It's just in this series. Paul Millsap. Anthony Davis has shot 65% on everyone else not named Paul Millsap. Okay? Mm -hmm. He has shot 25% when Paul Millsap is guarding him. And Paul Millsap held LeBron scoreless when he guarded him yesterday. Uh, Paul Millsap has got that old man game that you got to be worried about a little bit in regards to – he may not be able to play offense the way he once did, but he still can defend. Yeah, I mean, he's big, he's strong, he's smart, he's not afraid. Right. Um, and those are some of the things you you need when you're guarding superstars, especially right. that last part. You can't think you're going to get killed. You have to believe that you can slow him down, if not outright hold him. Right. But I, I think when it comes to – AD in particular, like the LeBron James stat, I don't know what the circumstances were. Like, he was held scoreless. But was LeBron James trying to score? Or was he trying to set guys up? Was it, you know, like... There I, were I attempts. A, there were attempts. Yes. I got lots of questions with that. Right. But when it comes to AD, I do know that from watching him, you know, in all the series, actually, this year, mm-hmm. that he doesn't like those low center of gravity defenders. Yeah, and that's what he is. Yeah. And that's what Paul Millsap is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. Johnny and San Dimas. Johnny, what's up? What's up, gentlemen? Hey, yeah, I believe Murray is a big factor, and he needs to be doubled. But one of the things that you got to look at is, is that Jeremy Grant, when they stepped it up and they were they were going down and scoring like 18, 15 on him, he was a role player. And then our guys, you know, our, our Eagle and, and Kuzman, they didn't step up. Plus, at the end of the game, we saw people gasp. But Grant, because he's young and he's vibrant, he wasn't gas, so it's a scary thing. If the Lakers get this too deep, 
man, that's what happened to the Clippers. Look at their last game. Look at Georgia and, and they scored what ten points and and sir, the, you know the, sir, our other sir, boys that blew it fourteen. Sir, sir we can't go deep in this series. Don't you ever, <laughs> ever <laughs> compare the Lakers to the Clippers? Never, never, yeah, ever, never, ever. Your two role players, ten and fourteen, last game. They were gassed. They were gassed, yes. But they Thank were you, liquor Johnny. gassed. They weren't yeah. clipper gas. There's different like, kinds of gas. There's yes. different kinds of gas, exactly. <laughs> Purple and gold gas. Okay. Yes. Our gas smelled like potpourri. Yes. It was jo- very, yes. Thank you, Johnny. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Let's go to Jason and Downey. Jason, what's up? Shout out to Elsie Granderson, man. Um, his, your research that you've been doing on the Breonna Taylor case, I love it, and then I especially love that you're active and calling people out on Twitter and Instagram. So keep doing the great job, um, Murray. Thanks, brother. Is, Definitely a problem. I feel like right now he's the perfect Robin, but in a few years he's going to be Superman and Batman. Um, he's just, I guess it's the Lakers have avoided the Robins going off. So when Dame went off, CJ was nowhere to be found. And then when Dame got hurt, CJ went off. And uh, vice versa also, too, with the Rockets. You know, when, when Westbrook was going off, Harden was nowhere to be found. And then we know how Westbrook was there at the end of the series. But if they don't stop him, it's going to be a long series. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, I, listen, I, I mean, I think it, I think that we are definitely at that point where we have to respect him. I still don't know if he's top 30, Murray. He's but, top 30, dog. I'm but he, trying he, to tell he, y'all. He's, he's inching closer. That's how I say, inching closer. I've been trying to tell you and Amin for a minute. <laughs> that dude was t- – like, I was like, we don't talk about him for a variety of reasons, but when you look at what he can do and his attitude and his athleticism, I mean, he's a top 30 player to be. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I don't know. I mean, we, we could discuss it another time. How about that? <laughs> let, let, let's see what, what else unfolds. Let me go to Ace in Inglewood. Ace, what's up? LZ, I, George and LZ, I appreciate you guys uh, talking about the Breonna Taylor. Um, you know, I um, appreciate that. I mean, you guys always, no matter what it is, you guys don't mind talking about sensitive uh, topics, and I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Uh, but uh, listen, man, Jamal Murray is annoying. I can't stand that guy when he when we played against him when Lonzo Ball was on the team. Remember he remember uh, he that he did he punked yeah, Lonzo. He punked yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Like I, yeah. I'm like this guy, man. I can't stand him, but I respect his game. But to answer you guys' question, it's uh, it's, it's the Joker because it, we have to force that guy to either be a scorer. We can't have him just doing everything else, being a, uh, a, a you know passing the ball, getting rebounds. Just let him score. But Jamal Murray, we got to pressure him. Like, the Lakers wasn't pressing, pressing the ball a lot like we were doing against uh, the, uh, the Blazers and Houston. You know, we, we pressured those guards. But with Jamal Murray, we letting him dribble, you know, do these fadeaways, like, get up on him. And, you know, and, and, I mean, the Lakers going to be fine. Uh, Jeremy uh, Grant, the guy, he's not going to have a game like that all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, you, we we just have to focus on LeBron. No, LeBron needs to make sure he control the pace of the game because he, you know, the, the the game he he didn't control the pace. He was just looking for his shot and wasn't controlling the pace. You know, so he and yeah. Rondo need to control the pace. I know I'm rambling right now, but uh, yeah, but we're gonna be fine, man. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. All right, Ace. Great to hear from you. Stay healthy. Stay safe. All right, LZ. We'll take more calls on the other side at eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven seven. 710-3776. Also, we do have some Clipper news. You mentioned them earlier. And uh, let's just say 
it may not be great for Paul George. I'll just say that. Plus, should you lose your job to injury? The age-old question has come up and affecting a team here in Southern California. We'll get to that in two minutes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Real quick before we get to your calls and everything that's going on, it's What You Need to Know, presented by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Uh, We will get to more of the Lakers coverage from yesterday's game and this news on the Clippers But real quick, LZ, uh, Russell Wilson, we talked about him a little bit on Monday, and he is now officially, because we've talked about how he hasn't even really gotten very many MVP votes, if any at all, if I recall correctly, he's now the Vegas favorite to win MVP. What are your thoughts? Well, he's got 95 touchdowns through two games, so I'm... (laughs) It feels like that, yes. So, well, welcome to the party. But those of us who've been paying attention to that dude knew that the Legion of Boom got all the hype, but they wouldn't have won the Super Bowl without him. Yeah, no doubt. And lastly, KD, Kevin Durant, has said recently on a podcast that the champion in the bubble should be more respected. Look, I've been championing that cause the entire time. It was kind of Shaq who first kind of said there would be an asterisk on that. Now, I do think that asterisks are Shaq's brand because, remember, he was very big on doing that to the Spurs. So I feel like he was just trying to stay on brand, perhaps, in that scenario. But we've seen, and I, I, I hope, I don't know if you agree or not, but I feel like all the stuff that has transpired, just 2020 in general, let alone just dealing with the bubble part of it, uh, I feel like has caused me to believe that uh, Kevin Durant is accurate, that the bubble champion should be even more respected. Absolutely. I mean, as we mentioned earlier, I was on the phone with Rondo. But one of the things that I've been doing that I've never done before, George, is legitimately asking guys in the bubble, how are they doing? Whether they're coaches, whether they're players. Right. Because the mental health aspect of all of this can't be spoken about enough. This is an incredible toll on people who are in the bubble for months and months and months. And that has to be factored into the overall conversation. Yeah, for sure. That is what you need to know. Presented by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. 
Uh, all right, so LZ, before we get back to the calls at 877-710-ESPN, who's the bigger problem for the Lakers, Murray or Jokic? And I think both sides have made compelling cases as of we have, right? Like Jokic has been the steady one, right? Whereas Murray has clearly been more of the finisher uh, in these contests and really kind of bringing it home. Uh, but their two-man game really works in unison. Like they are the epitome of guys who play off each other unbelievably well. Well, I, I think that Jokic is the bigger problem. He's the bigger problem because JaVale McGee can't do anything with him. Nothing. Dwight Howard gets gated, gets goaded by him into doing yes. stupid things. Mm-hmm. And you don't want Anthony Davis exposing himself to either the, the bumps on the block or the fouls. Whereas Jamal Murray, I feel as if we have more bodies we can throw at him. We really only have two legit bodies to throw at Jokic, and that is Dwight and AD. JaVale can't do anything with him. He's too small. Right. Right. No, he can't. And and this is where the Lakers' uh, length, which has been an advantage, seems to be a disadvantage, at least at the moment. Let's go to Eric in L.A. Eric, what's up? Yeah, you know, if the Lakers were able to negate Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, Harden and Westbrook, then surely Jokic is a problem. Murray is great. He ain't at Lillard and, and Harden's level, I'll tell you that. Okay, and to me, LZ, you're on point. That's where Dwight Howard comes in. I don't know why the last game it took Vogel to put Dwight Howard in the game halfway in the second quarter, and that's when he ended up putting him in the game. I love McGee, all right? I love his vlogs. He's funny. I love him. He's a lovable guy. <laughs> but, but he, the, he really is, though. Howard, you are right about that. Yes, yep. But Dwight Howard needs to be the guy that, that, that plays the majority of the minutes against Jokic. Jokic does not like physicality. He doesn't. Okay? And let me, let me just end, end with this. Uh, George, look, when Kobe, one of, the, one of the last Kobe interviews was with, with Rachel Nichols. She asked him, what is the advice that you give to LeBron James? He said, LeBron James needs to dominate from the get-go. Okay. I didn't know exactly what he was talking about, but now I do. Because LeBron James has a tendency to cruise from the first and second quarter. All right? And that, when your best player and your leader does that, it resonates throughout the whole team. Yeah, but here's where I would push back a little on that, uh, Eric. Um, And thank you for the call. Stay healthy and stay safe. Because we got a a short show. We're almost done here in six minutes. So. you know, LeBron James, we've seen him come out like a bat out of hell in a couple of these games, LZ, mm-hmm. and and set the tone in from a scoring perspective. And then there are nights he wants to get his guys involved because he wants to give them the confidence. And then when he has to, he will then turn it on from a scoring perspective. But I don't want it to be perceived that LeBron, just because he's not scoring early on, isn't involved in the game. Because I think his, his play is dictated in so many other ways than just scoring. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the biggest thing LeBron James does in general that he didn't do a very good job of last night was just simply controlling the pace of play. Correct. And, you know, when our Which is rare, was, by the way. It yeah. is very rare. He gets yeah. suckered into, into a race. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the reason why he was taking so many, you know, breaks and the reason why there was one stretch where Anthony Davis didn't even make a crap past the half-court line. They were also gas from playing at a faster pace. He dominates by just controlling how fast the opposition is going to play. 
in yeah. addition to his own team. He didn't do that last night. I expected him to do it for the rest of the series. Let me grab one more here before we can dive into the Clipper uh, disaster that uh, has now been leaked to the press or reported by the press. Sean in L.A. Sean. Yeah, man. Some, hey, y'all got to put some uh, respect on Jay Money. Jay Money's, uh, you know, what I'm going to say is y'all got to look out for Grant and Millsap because they're the unlikely candidates. That if, they have a, if they have a big game, then, I mean, the Lakers in, in for some trouble. Yeah, and also yeah that's fair. Say, and that happened yesterday with Grant. Yeah. So, we, we got, you know, we got to be on Jay Money, but we also got to be on them because, like I said, if they turn it on, it's a problem. All right, Sean, thank you, buddy. Stay healthy and stay safe. Um, I, I would agree with that. You know, you got to make sure the others don't get you like they did yesterday, whether it was Millsap on defense or Grant on offense. Um, LZ, Sir. real quick on the Clippers. Uh, Jovan Buha of The Athletic uh, said in his mailbag uh, recently that there's only one untouchable player on the Clippers roster this season. His name is Kawhi Leonard. Now, Rabona was on with us, uh, I think, a week or so ago. Whenever they finished playing, she was on the next day and said that Paul George would like to be a Clipper for life. That was her opinion on it. And that may not be the case. Like, I do think that, you know, what we've seen recently with guys kind of rolling their eyes at him about, hey, let's run it back. And I'm sure they're looking at it like, yeah, of course you want us to run it back. You want us to run it back to help you fix what you caused here or the mistakes (laughs) that you made here. Um, Paul George, though, I do think can still fetch you some stuff as far as assets, LZ, on a team that gave up pretty much all its assets for the next several years for Paul George. Yeah, he's the, he's the flippable piece for a couple of reasons. One, this is a team that desperately needs a point guard. And no disrespect to Patrick Beverly. I love Patrick Beverly. He's not game, a real point guard, right. But yeah. he doesn't set guys up, and he mm-hmm. doesn't know how to get his own shot. And you just can't have that in today's NBA. So they need a legit point guard. Yeah, Keep he's Patrick a role Beverly player. Off the bench. He's a role player, yeah. Yeah, but you, they, they need a player. So I would even Agreed. say, you know, kick the tires and see if Chris Paul wants to come back and run it back one more again. Ooh. I would say, you know, try to identify. You're going to need three or four teams involved in that one because I don't see Paul George going back to OKC, do you? <laughs> Listen, Jerry West pulled this off when nobody was paying attention. So I don't put anything past him in terms of trying to get a point guard here and using Paul George as a good piece. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying the Paul George part to OKC, though, becomes yeah. a... Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to need another. Though, yeah. I don't know. Do they still have Paul George Day? Could they just, you know, reschedule it? <laughs> like, Maybe. Like, like, who gives the city the finger on Paul George Day? Yeah, yeah. Like, they gave you a day, dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, man, yeah, that, that an interesting conundrum for sure. Speaking of conundrums... Um, how would you feel if you're Terod Taylor right now with a punctured oh. lung uh, when the the doctor was supposed to give you a shot to numb the pain in your busted ribs uh, and you allowed him? You're like, yeah, give me the shot. I want to play. And then he punctures your lung and you end up in the hospital. You're definitely not playing now. You know, you were already kind of behind the eight ball because they drafted a kid number six overall. There was already reports um, – that we talked about here on this station about Terod not being thrilled about them drafting Herbert that high. I, I mean, this is a tough spot for them, LZ, and it's just a really tough spot for him in his career. It, it is. I don't know who's had a worse, you know, fast couple of seasons, him or Josh Rosen, but they both can't seem to find like a situation where they can just relax, breathe, and then grow into their position. Literally and figuratively in his case, and, yes. Exactly, but – yeah. You know, this question of whether or not the way you started, whether or not, you know, an injury should cost you your 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 your, your job, 
I want to say no. I want to say no, George. But the rookie balled out against the defending Super Bowl champions. He did. And TT's going to be out for another four games, another four weeks with this injury. If he continues to ball out and they're winning, Anthony can't go back. Yeah, because Tyrod was was just a placeholder for this kid whose name's eventually going to be on the mic, on marquee. Yeah, I, I'm with you on it, LZ. LZ, excellent work as always. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.